Meanwhile, at the Louvre in Paris, Moira Magneto and Professor X try to bring Emma Frost into their scheme. You feel left out. It's understandable. But that's looking at it the wrong way. Outside of us, you're the first one in. Because we trust you. It's more than that. We need you, Emma. Your nation needs you. Hmm. Of course. For the children. You've manipulated me for years. And now I can see what kind of threat a precog represents. Well, I'm a true mutant, and I sit on the council, so I'll be giving the matter the proper consideration. But my loyalty? (laughs) You arrogant fools have lost that forever. God, what a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, is she on the rag or what? (laughs) What? What the fuck did you... The rag? Oh, Do you know how misogynistic that is? I thought you walked away. I didn't think you heard that. Uh, I have to agree. That's highly misogynistic. Oh my god, what are you on the rag too, Moira? Jesus. Oh, what the fuck? I'll end it all now. I'll blow the whole thing down, make it start over at 11. How about that shit? Oh, all right. Okay, sorry. God. Good God. I am so sick of this misogyny. I am gonna... Oof. I'm going to topple you like a goddamn patriarchy. Do you know that? Let me tell you what a patriarchy... Let me tell you what a patriarchy actually is. Actually... Oh, no, no, no. Don't mens... Oh, Moira, come with me. Come, You come with me. We're on the same side now. On the rag, honestly. I think we fucked that up. Yeah. Damn. Welcome to episode 201 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me as always on the island of Krakoa is Evil Jeff. Hi there! Hi, I am on the rag, actually. (laughs) What? That's highly misogynistic. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, today I just, I woke up at noon today and I'm all out of sorts. I just, that, that usually doesn't happen to me. I always wake up early. I never wake up to an alarm. Like, do you wake up to an alarm every morning to go to work? I mean, not on the weekends. No, on the weekdays, I wake up before my alarm goes off. Oh, no, no, no. I'm woken by an alarm Monday through Friday. And I'm like, fuck, shut up. But you'd think it's because I'm well rested. No, still went to bed at three, wake up at like eight for some reason. (laughs) Oh, God, that's horrible. I know. I think it's because we're recording on All Hallows' Eve Eve, and so the the veil between us and the spirit world is breaking down. It's probably causing you headaches. Yes, it's almost Halloween. What are you dressed? Are you going to any parties or anything? No. Oh, so you're not dressing up? No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I go. Have nowhere I'm, to go. I think I'm gonna go to a party. Ooh, what are you dressing up as? I just, uh, I dressed up, me and Joe dressed up as Calvin and Hobbes a few years ago, so I'm just putting putting on a tiger onesie, going as a tiger. Oh, cute. Yeah. All right, cool. I love it. Um, Well, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, And by a lot, I mean just a bunch of X-Books. You want to just focus on some X-Men this week and just just talk about X-Men and that's it? Yeah. Why don't we hit the music? I want your ass. All right. Good music. We got a bunch of... Come on! Sorry. 
just erupted out of me. Uh, we've got like four or five books we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. Five. Okay, so we've got Wolverine. Five. We've got five. Sword. Yes, just the five. Husband should be like just Phoenix. the five. Soft, soft, strong, strong and, and disposable. disposable. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I had to. You lure men to their deaths like a spider with flies. Spider web man are most vulnerable. Right. Uh, that was a little bit of clue, everybody. Happy Halloween. Uh, so yeah, so we've got Wolverine, Sword, Marauders, Trial of Magneto, and Inferno. My God. Yeah, where do, where do you want to begin? Maybe let's start with Trial Magneto. I think that's the one that doesn't really... I mean, or, 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 sure. Or, or, or. May, I, may I pitch this? I feel like we need to talk about Trial and Inferno together. Okay. Because they tie in. Okay. So let's start with Wolverine. Did you read it? I kind of skimmed it. I, I, okay. I'm confused. I am confused. Um. Why were they just willy-nilly killing all those humans on the sh- on the ship? Were they not humans? Uh, why were they killing willy-nilly killing humans on the ship? Um, that's a great question. They were humans, and basically Maverick was like, "So don't tell me you guys have got like a no humans killing policy, right?" And Wolverine's like, "I mean, X Force doesn't." Does he say? Oh, do they actually say that? Yeah. Okay, good. I was skimming, so I didn't. I was yeah, just like. He's was basically just, like, I mean, we do, but like, she and I don't. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. we, we're, we get, we have like 007. We have license to kill. We have license to kill. We've got <laughs> Timothy Dalton, license to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. This one, I, I was like, oh, I guess the whole um, uh, solemn thing is over. I was like, oh yeah, I was very wanting, much so. I was wanting more. I was wanting. I don't know. I thought he'd be a new protagonist or antagonist, um, and then there would be like something else happening. But no, now we're back to Maverick. Ugh. We're back to Maverick, and we're back to Jeff Bannister and the X Desk. Um, back to my hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we start off in Baltimore. Basically, this is the story of Jeff Bannister's entire set of colleagues um, being murdered for, I guess, spying on the X-Desk? Spying on Krakoa? But then or who's... intercepting the X-Desk spying on Krakoa. So, but who is the person killing them? Do we know that? I don't think so. Is it Krakoan that's killing them? I would imagine it's Dolores and the X-Desk. Oh, Okay. After intercepting the but, bug, but Dolores is but is Dolores an enemy or because is she the one that like met with Storm on the subway? Yeah, on that is subway. She an enemy? And was like an she's anime. so hot. Is she an anime? Yeah, is she an enemy? Yeah, she's an enemy. Or uh, friend or foe of the of the X Men? I say foe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I say she's a foe. Um, so now Jeff Bannister is on the run with his kid. And being on the run with a kid, super annoying. I know, right? I want this. I want that. I don't understand that I have to be quiet. And she had cancer for forever, so now she's just, like, better. So she's just, like, going to be extra, like, let's do... I haven't done this in forever. I haven't done this in forever. Oh, you're not going to let me do this? Remember when I had cancer? It's like, oh, okay, we can go to Disneyland. 
Yeah, I feel bad making fun of the kid. I forgot about the cancer thing. But no, the kid doesn't have cancer anymore. That's what I'm saying. Okay, thank God. Yeah, good, good. Because good, good. of the Krakoan medicines. Good. Oh, that's great. Yes, that's great. Those medicines. But now that means she's extra annoying because all the things she couldn't do before, she wants to do now. And just because they're on yeah, the run of their lives. More candy, the more candy. Yeah, more yeah. candy. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be eating sweets after, well, I mean, the medicines. Um, I love that no one ever mentions COVID. I wonder, do we, because the medicines are such a strong part of, of the X-Men, um, like, kind of lore. Of like, yeah. is COVID was COVID just cured with um, Krakoan medicines, and it just doesn't exist? I mean, probably it just like it was wiped out immediately. Yeah, I think that's kind of funny if that's like our reading. But it situation. was like the way it went down was half of America refused to get vaccinated because they're conspiracy theorists or afraid of the government. So somebody was like, instead of the horse worm medicine, they were like, maybe I'll just eat one of these Krakoan flowers. And then it worked. Like it actually worked. No, but also, but the, the but no, not necessarily because the people that are taking ivermectin also would hate the X-Men because they're not human. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They wouldn't trust them. Yeah. The last thing they would do is take a Krakoan flower pill. Yeah. Oh my goodness. God, they suck. How could you not trust the X-Men? Well, I mean, if you never knew them the way we knew them, it might be scary. That's true. Yeah. But I don't know. I would just see Emma Frost immediately and be like, I'm down. I'm, I'm, we're, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, the best part of this Wolverine issue was the karaoke at the top. Yeah, seeing um, Storm and uh, Jean Grey singing Unbreak My Heart. Tony Braxton. Um, what? Wait. What did um, Pyro sing? Uh, we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. <laughs> another excellent song. But the best was blah 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 blah. Beret. <laughs> uh, that was great. Also, Maverick song. Did you get the joke? Wait, what was he? Singing? Did you get the reference? What was he? Singing? Never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. Oh, you lost that love and feeling. Yes. What is that? It's funny. Top Gun, because Maverick in Top Gun sings that too. Oh Jesus! What's her face? Yeah, it's it's a Top Gun reference. It's Maverick. Ha ha ha! What is Maverick's powers again? I forgot, and I ask every single time. Why did you do that to me? The whole fucking issue. I was like, I cannot remember what Homie's powers are. I never can. (laughs) Is there's just a thing of like, oh, did Rob Liefeld create you? I don't care. Then I don't care about you. So here's a question. Can Jean Grey sing? Um, I think I have a feeling Jean Grey and Storm cannot sing. <gasps> you think Storm cannot sing? I don't think either of them can sing because I don't think either of them give a shit. Are you just saying that Here's they naturally, I, if you're an Omega level mutant, you think you naturally know how to sing? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, no. I think, I think Jean has, this is my breakdown of the ex-women and their singing ability. Okay. Jean, no talent, no training. Sounds like a dying cat. I would say Emma, no talent, lots of training. So still horrible, but not as raw and horrible as Jean. Storm, natural talent, no training. So you're like, oh, okay, she did a good job. Betsy Braddock, 
talent and training. She's probably amazing. She's probably like Adele. Okay, but I here's what I'm thinking. I you're mixing the, their interactions with Dazzler in the mix, and the fact <clears throat> that they have always just given up, like, "Oh, Dazzler, you're the songbird, you're the songbird," and never once has anyone ever said, "I could do that." <laughs> you know who I think thinks they could though? Emma. Rogue. Rogue? Oh, well, Rogue. I think Rogue for years has looked at Dazzler and been like, I can sing just But you know who sings bitch. the worst out of all the people? Rogue. She who? sings the worst. Oh! <laughs> she sings the worst. No, I don't agree. I think she probably sounds a lot like Dolly Parton. I think she probably sounds like Dolly Parton after she, like, someone took, like, a, egg beaters and, and, and did them in her throat. <laughs> and you mean the fake egg-like substance not the kitchen utensil no i mean the kitchen utensil bitch oh, okay like gotcha. from that's good, from good. sleepaway camp part two <laughs> gross um which doesn't oh, hold fun. up well does not hold up well sleepaway camp two yeah, a trans murderer serial killer Oh, that's right played, at the end. That weird woman. ending. I thought that was just Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Sleepaway Camp Part 2 oh, right. is it's just... You know. It's a different actress playing her. And she's just like, hey. And then it's just her actively like murdering people. So the end of Sleepaway Camp, it's where they... It's the gender reveal. Yes. And isn't it they thought the killer was a was a boy, a man the entire time? And then the killer is screaming naked in the street and you see it's the, it's the final girl. girl. It's the final girl. It turns out the final girl is actually born a boy. And the weird thing is, is I don't even think um, the final girl is real is necessarily trans because the mother uh, or the aunt forced her to pretend to be the girl. So it's all fair. And then they're like, oh, that's what made you a killer, which is like, oh, no, we don't like this. And then the next one, like, literally, she's just at the camp and just but then they show her because, you know, they never really show the killer because they didn't want to give it away. But in part two, she's literally like, you're a bitch and I'm going to drown you in feces. Like she like drowns a girl in an outhouse in an outhouse. She takes like an egg, the um, the egg beaters and like, yeah, it's um. Oh, Maybe that was no. in part one. I can't remember. Anyway, problematic. Problematic. Yeah, not good. Um, while we're on the topic of horror movies, though, I will say this. Shout out to a movie I never knew really existed. I can't even believe this. Two thousand, And I watched it last night. It's Wes Craven directed and Kevin Williamson written. Like, did you just pass out? Wh- what is it? It's called Cursed. It's from 2005. It is Christina Ricci... And Jesse Eisenberg as fucking werewolves. What? And, like I said, directed by Wes Craven, written by Kevin Williamson. Not only is it Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg as werewolves, it's also Joshua Jackson and Judy Greer as werewolves. It's also Milo Ventimiglia as a gay wrestler. Really? Is there any gay yes. scenes or is he just saying? No, gay? no, he's outed. He's always like, it's very homophobic. He's always making fun of Jesse Eisenberg for being gay. He's like, you, like, you fag, you fag. And then Jesse Eisenberg's like, I think the reason you're a wrestler and the reason you're so homophobic is because you're gay. And Milo's like, you're right. <laughs> and then he helps them fight werewolves. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's incredible. I never knew where, this movie where, existed. What streaming service is it on? It You can find it on... Um, 
HBO Max. Oh, okay. I want to watch that. That sounds fun. It's super fun, and it's short. I highly recommend. Short, like Wolverine. See how I segue? Yes. Yes. Um, I think we're done with that book. Yeah, done, we're done with Wolverine. Um, what do you want? What do you want to do now? Sword I Marauders. Let's talk about Sword. Oh, big reveal in Sword. Also, um, okay, I get highly offended when you kill characters that are forty years old. Oh my god! That I know. can't come back. Are you talking about spoilers, everyone? Fang. That's just one of them. A bunch of them get killed, and a bunch of a bunch of the Imperial Guard. These are people that fought Jean Grey and the X Men in the Fiend Dark Phoenix saga. They killed Fang. They killed the guy that looks like Colossus. Yeah. Did Manta make it out okay? She's okay. She's okay. The guy who gets she really, got like no action. The guy who can grow and get really big. Oh yeah. They all fucking died brutal deaths, and it was like this brutal weird psychic. It was like a psychic team, which I thought was kind yeah, of yeah. The new the new Lethal Legion shows up to um, take down the Shi'ar Imperial Guard and the X Men. Kind of ballsy, like teleporting onto Araco. Yeah. And starting to fuck shit up. But then, of course, Storm shows up. And then it's like, all right, we're done. (laughs) Storm's schedule, I I can't even handle. So Storm now, as the regent of Seoul, ever since she beat Tyrn the Uncaring in the Circle Perilous, where anyone can challenge you for leadership, people have been nonstop challenging her. So she's always, like, booked up in all of these duels. Crazy. And she's got to be regent of Seoul. I mean, her calendar. But she's a fucking badass. But then we also have Girich oh, from Orcus. Gyric. Gyric yeah. from Orcus. And then have we always known that What's His Nuts from Alpha Flight was on Orcus's side? Did we know that? Uh, he was. I feel like we did. He was recruited. He was recruited at the Hellfire Gala. So my thing is Hudson, James Hudson. Yeah, Hudson, after he saw the fireworks on Mars, he was like, I'm Orcus now. I still was like, why? Right. Fuck you, dude. But why? Like all of like you were on a team with mutants forever. Right. And now you're like, yeah, let's. Oh, I don't like that you're that you founded Mars. So I want to genocide you. Huh? Huh? That just I don't get it. Can like, we get, I thought you weren't that much of a dick. Can we get North Star and Aurora to like show up and be like, what the fuck, man? This is right. homophobic. Like your whole fucking team was mutants. I mean, not really. Was Sasquatch? But, but, Sasquatch but also, was a mutant. No, he's not a mutant. But um, Madison Jeffries? Where is Madison Jeffries? I don't know. I love him, though. Box. Well, after... Well, so here's the spoiler. Here's the reveal. Henry Peter Gyrick's mole, which we've known about for a few issues, I was wrong. I thought it was going to be Peepers. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it's fucking Wizkid. It's Wizkid, which is also why. I oh, mean, I'm sure those. I'll tell you why. He always was a little shit. He was a little Wizkid, shit, but I feel he like. Was a, he was always an asshole. But an asshole enough that he wants to murder his own people? I need to know the reasoning. I think something else he, is going on. 
Oh my God. Think about the fit that he threw on Artie and Leach when Artie and Leach were just like, had the balls to just be friends with one another. And he was like, fuck you. I hate you. So he probably thinks like, you all left me behind. Fuck you. He's Speaking an of asshole. needing a scene about like, you're really just a faggot. Thank That's you. What this is all about. He's mad. He's mad that everyone is now fucking and everyone's pan and he's still too, he doesn't have the balls to come out of the closet. Well, I don't know. He was very androgynous at the Hellfire Gala. It's, I thought that was that is true too. Loud and proud queer. Yeah, or I, but I until he's sucking a dick. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I want grown up Artie to show up and be like, "Is this what this is about?" And like, he just like is he still with the Fantastic Four? Yeah, right. He's still with the Future Foundation. Yeah, get to Krakoa, bitch. Get on Krakoa, bitch. We need Leech in the house. And we still need Franklin Richards to be turned back into a mutant. I'm sorry. i still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I know. Speaking of that, did you hear this is a little segue because we're talking about people coming out and stuff like that. There's another. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about straight people playing gay characters now? I'm over it. Yeah, they just re- announced a new movie. Yeah. And it's two straight dudes. It's like a new romantic gay um, drama set in World War One, And it's two, like, uh, straight men playing the roles. And then the director, writer-director, said he wasn't allowed. He's gay. He's gay, and he wasn't able to cast. They wouldn't. They were like, yeah. you have to cast A-listers. And they wouldn't and it's, let him do it's jo- And it's Josh O'Connor who has played gay before. Yeah. Who has already played gay in that other really hot movie. Um, I forget what it's called when he's in the countryside yes. and his his farmhand. Yeah. yeah. The Eastern like um, Oh yeah, that guy was so hot. No, I'm over it. I'm over it. But I, some, and, uh, I so my friend just had Paul a thing. Where, he was like he was like my attention. Oh yeah, oh that's the one you I was about to talk about that that post. My friend posted yeah. Paul's post where he's like yeah. we can solve this easily. They just have to suck a dick and film it. Exactly. And, it. and that's and then then you're allowed to play this role. And then everyone will be quiet. <laughs> Incredible. No, I'm over it. Yeah. But anyway, um, Sword, WizKid. WizKid's a bad guy. Crazy. WizKid's a bad guy. I'm ugh, so mad. So mad at WizKid. Yeah, I wonder how this is all going to play out. Because if he's really going to do something very, like, he could go in the hole. Someone else needs to go in the hole, especially since it looks like Sabretooth is going to come out. Yeah, with his own series. Yeah, so if he's coming out of the hole, we need someone else to go in the hole. Don't have a hole. Beast. When when there's a hole, something oh. needs to go in it as a bottom. What else kidding. is a point? <laughs> right. What's the point of a hole? Uh, yeah. Let's get some ramifications, some consequences. Wizkid and Beast, you can go be each other's besties down there because yeah. you're both both garbage mutants. Ugh. How about we go on to Marauders? Marauders. I loved this issue. Well, it was issue 25. A, it was literally like, hey, let's just, if everybody goes into space, how, what can, can mutants, can mutants combine their powers to survive? Now, I will just say this. Realistically, even if you're in space for one second, 
the vacuum of space will like you're gonna die immediately you immediately die so we have to like have a little bit of suspension of disbelief here of course I mean, I love them, and it's like, of course, because it's people with magic powers, so of course we're going to have suspension of disbelief. But Iceman does not need to breathe in space, because he can be just fully ice, and so he was able to save everyone. Nor is he... Nor is, does he succumb to the cold of space. Because if you guys don't remember, in the last issue, Lando Calrissian... Wait, what's his real name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian explodes their ship, and they like get sucked out into space. Um, and you think, oh, they're dead and just going to be resurrected. And no, 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 no. Iceman puts them in a globe of ice. And then they all kind of... And then of- he spins it. He spins it so they have gravity. He spins it so they have gravity... And then they are able to make fire with Pyro. And then Kitty's able to shoot. Make oxygen. Make oxygen. Yeah, so they were all. And then and then Sebastian Shaw and um, Bishop are punching each other back and forth to, like, redirect their, their kinetic energies. Um, Which I feel like those two really landed on something. Like, I feel like. Bishop is suddenly going to get a text from Shaw one day that's like, oh, hey, um, I'm not queer or anything, but would you like to come over and maybe punch each other back and forth? Yeah. I feel like they really enjoyed it. I was reading something, and speaking of that, because that deals with physics, as someone who really loves the details of powers and how powers work and i do feel like the way powers are working now especially with them terraforming they're really going deep into the science of how powers work and the one thing that we always have to ignore when it comes to any type of powers is we always have to um ignore one of the basic laws of physics and i was just thinking about this the other day and i know because because and you want to know why i'm thinking about this because i love knowledge and i thirst for it honestly Uh, Um, yeah if there's one thing i know about you it's that (laughs) but the the law of uh physics in which um energy cannot be created the amount of energy from the big bang that's the same amount of energy going forth. All the law energy, of transference of energy. The law of transference of energy. And all and this is not just the X-Men. This is literally any comic this book. This is like Earth stuff. This is like any comic book with magic powers. Oh, okay. Where do like Storm creating all of this energy? Um Magneto creating all of this magnetic energy. Like where is the transference of energy happening? You know what I mean? I'm always curious of like, where is, where are they getting all of this energy to create? How can this one human being that just eats like three meals a day, creating this much energy to produce this much Omega level power? Where does it come from? Sure. Yeah. So yes, I, I think we need to no prize it and someone needs to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So any listeners, if you think you have an explanation, is it coming from another dimension? I think that would be very interesting. Like Doctor Strange's magic? Yeah, I I think it would be very interesting if you go and there's like another dimension where it's like everything is sucked out of power. Like there's like just no power at all. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, This issue, going from science to comedy, 
This issue has got one of the funniest moments I have read in a comic book in a long time where Kitty takes out her laser pistol so she can shoot the water created by Iceman and Pyro with electricity to create oxygen. So Kitty says, I have an idea and pulls out the gun and Pyro says, you're right, better to burn out than fade away. And she's like, what? No, no, I'm going to shoot the water. Pyro's so great. He's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Better just kill me. Yeah, She's like, what are you talking about? Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. But basically, they're able to uh, get their little ice globe. Um, they're able to direct the kinetic energy to shoot it towards the ship. Kitty jumps through and phases into the ship. And she's like, bitch, I'm a ninja. They had to bring that. Like, you and me done know she's a ninja. Hell yeah. But they had to bring up in that, like, yeah, she's a fucking ninja. And she fucking ninjas the shit out of uh, Lando Calrissian. (laughs) And then as soon as he lets his guard down and she gets the little thing off his head, Emma just fucking takes over. And I loved, like, more great comedy this time by Phil Noto, the artist, where when it's Emma taking over, his name is Rickslow. When it's Emma taking over Rickslow, the way he's standing... Like he's standing so effeminately, is <laughs> like looking at his nails. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Oh my goodness! Um, but it's really fun. It really is just as like look how look at teamwork, teamwork in action. Again, circuitry. We love it. Yeah, it's a fun little like time. Like nothing big happened, but it was like super fun. It's like it's a fun action moment, but they're also character moments. Yes. I think that's why this worked so well. Yes. Shall we move into Trial of Magneto? Yes. So I'm confused. Okay, let's talk. Here, that's it. I'm just confused okay. by this whole. All right. So is that, did they just reincarnate the Scarlet Witch? Yes. I think Hope resurrected her. So my thing is. Do you, can you, can, as long as they have someone in the database, even if they aren't a mutant, they can resurrect them? I guess so. If they've got their DNA and they've got them on record somewhere my digitally. Thing, but then my thing is, how did you not know she wasn't a mutant? Right. It's the whole thing of like Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch were the only two beings to ever fool Cerebro. I'm like, what? No, but what about... Okay. No, and then let's add Franklin Richards to that, too. Sure. Stupid. I think it's all stupid. Make them all fucking mutants again. It's dumb, and I it's hate so it. It's so dumb. I know! But apparently, Scarlet Witch was brought... Like, this is an old, old Scarlet Witch. Like, old, old. This is, looks like yeah. before M-Day Scarlet Witch. Oh, very. This is like before West Coast Avengers, Scarlet Witch. But my thing Witch. is, it's like, why was that the last backup? Right. If it's, wouldn't it have been right before she discovered she wasn't a mutant? Because it's convenient for the story they wanted to tell. Okay. I guess. Unless Cerebro was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? This isn't a mutant. Stop. I don't know. I don't know. So now it's like she's back, but... She's... <laughs> Well, she's back. So one version of her is, so there's now a resurrected version of her that Hope totally resurrected. And that's why Hope mind controlled Magneto 
to be like, attack them so they never see the body because she had already resurrected Wanda and did not want them to know about resurrection. So if they saw a dead body and a resurrected young Wanda, they would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. But instead, now they just think they're mistaken and that she was never killed in the first place. Yeah. And is the connection you were saying to... uh, Is the connection to Inferno about like, well, how did Hope resurrect him without Xavier or... Yeah, I, I feel like she retained Xavier's powers in Trial of Magneto. She like held on to Xavier's patterns. That's how she's able to resurrect the Scarlet Witch and mind control Magneto. But I think the reason she was able to resurrect the Scarlet Witch is because Mystique had already enabled her to do so with Destiny and showed her that she could do it. So when Destiny, um, I mean, when um, Mystique, when we kind of saw Mystique at one point, in yeah. in one of the earlier magnet it wasn't because she was um disguising it wasn't herself. because hope was Using exactly her. it wasn't because hope was emulating her powers to that was our theory it was because i think mystique was the one who, who showed hope through resurrecting destiny right showed herself. hope that she could do it yeah so when we're in the trial of magneto we know that destiny has already been resurrected And the reason we know that is because Rachel, I think in Trial of Magneto 2, Rachel chrono skims to find out why Magneto's Cerebro backup is missing in his temple. And then she chrono skims and sees Magneto himself taking the Cerebro. We know now through Inferno that that wasn't Magneto, that was Mystique. Right. So these two stories are more intertwined than Inferno and Trial. Yeah. Than I had thought. And then who's... How, don't they get attacked? They get attacked by three... Um, those things you hate. Kaiju. Right. Giant monsters. Yeah. And I think what that is is chaos magic. I think... The Wanda that was murdered is uh, is in some sort of chaos magic realm alongside what we see at the end of issue three, an older Wanda. But young a younger Wanda was kind of taken away from them when that younger Wanda was resurrected. And I think it's the younger Wanda who is like, what the fuck is happening? Who created those kaiju? That's my theory. And none of that makes any sense to me. Why is there so many Wandas? And who fuck killed her? Who killed her? Right? I don't get any of this. I'm like, just get to the end of it. It's chaos magic, baby. It's the same thing she did in Avengers Disassembled. Like, just created all of these threats out of nowhere. Oh, God. Well, oh, that's fine. In the end, it was just like a chaos magic suicide pact. Right. Like a repressed homosexual suicide pact. <laughs> Heather's. Um, I, uh, yeah, at this, this is one where I am like, all right, just get to it. I think someone definitely still killed her. Like, I'm not enjoying reading this. I feel like I'm reading it to find out what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very confusing. 
But who killed her? I don't think it's Exodus because in Inferno, when Destiny shows up, which is weeks after this, like Exodus is just chilling. So, but it's still, they're saying it's like someone used magnetic type powers though. Right. So that's what I think the thing of her creating it, creating the entity that killed her herself with chaos magic makes the most sense, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Oof. Or is Polaris? Polaris was like, fuck you, bitch. Oh, she's an X-Man. She can't. She was like, sisters? Never. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe someone... I go back to Grant Morrison's murder mystery of who killed Emma Frost. You know, it was... It was... um, Fly Girl, Angel, Salvador, who pulled the trigger, but it was Esme who mind-controlled Angel to pull the trigger. So... Maybe it was Polaris, but maybe it was Polaris who's very susceptible to mind control. Maybe she was being mind controlled by somebody. True. Hope. No, I don't know. Maybe hope. I don't know. I But I'm just like, get to it. It's like, I'm not enjoying reading it. Get to you it. You know what I am I enjoying reading? Inferno. Inferno. Ooh. Hell Ooh. yeah. Number two. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Um... It's, uh, so Mystique, that ageist, we find out, brought back a young Destiny and not a 74-year-old Destiny like we thought. Yeah, so basically it's, you know, her at her peak, probably like 30. Yeah, she's cute, though. She's cute. Right? She's cute. And, she's, and she had trouble coming back. It took her a few weeks to be like, okay, I'm good. Because literally she came back and it was kind of like a backlog of... Precog, all the futures uh, premonitions coming at her, like downloading in her head, and she was going mad. I kind of love that Mystique and Destiny basically had this like really cathartic four week experience, like hiding Destiny in this cave. And Destiny's also, going mad, but then, and then Mystique like, goes mad. But yeah, and then Destiny's like, "Oh, you've you're changed. You're kind of like what the fuck what happened, the fuck to, happened you? to you? You're like." You're damaged goods, honey. And she's like, I am damaged goods. And can we just say the thing that I've wanted for X-Force to be of why I hate X-Force is the council meeting scene of the vote. Like the, the like the subterfuge and the, like the political machinations. Yes. Of seeing- and it's also what I wanted out of Mystique, too. Yeah. Of seeing, like, one of the best lines is like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do this vote first. And then the second vote is to remove you. And fucking Destiny goes, would you like for me to tell you how it's going to go? And then Xavier <laughs> adjourns the meeting. <laughs> um, it's fucking great. But I love seeing where everybody lies. You see Storm... And I will say, this is the biggest hole in the plot. Storm is like on Xavier Magneto's side. Storm is not one of the people that is going to be brought in. They decide to bring in Emma to the fold to reveal about Moira. Right. Why are they not bringing in Storm? If I were Xavier, I actually would have expected the same reaction out of... Like, I would have... The reaction they wound up getting out of Emma, I would expect that out of Storm. I would expect Storm to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
I think they felt storm that Emma in the end would be like, okay, even though you're assholes, this is still what we have to do. And maybe yeah, Storm would be like, no, I'm fucking done with you guys. You're done. Exactly. Because Emma also is a master manipulator. So you kind of want Emma over Storm in this context. Yeah. I just hate Storm being left out. Oh, me too. Me too. And honestly, if I was Emma, the first person I would go to is Aurora. Yeah. Um, Kurt, of course, goes along with his mommy. What a mama's boy. And Exodus, uh, Mystique. She plays him like Mystique a plays fiddle. him like a fiddle. Like, oh, I have someone who can predict the future of the greatness of, of Krakoa. And he's a like, prophet. Right. We have a prophet. Oh, I love prophets. We know. And then uh, Mystique goes. But I love how also... Like, Sinister knew that it wasn't Xavier the whole goddamn time when, yes. when he had to deliver the, the DNA yeah. of Destiny. Yes. And he's like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, bitch, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but, he's like, I know drama when I see it. But basically, she's he's like, why should I vote for you? And she's basically like, oh, because Magneto and Xavier would hate it if you voted with me. And he's like, all right. I love it. <laughs> and then I will say this. Um, Kitty Pride is like, there is absolutely no way in hell I'm voting for this. Absolutely not. I will say her big, strong stance. I don't really get it. I can see her being like, no, but where she's like, no, no. I'm like, why? What? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know anything. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Like this. You were searching for the destiny diaries. Didn't you like Irene? <laughs> yeah. This really felt like the classic X-Men, like your Storms and your Kitties were like, no, you're bad guys. Like Mystique is a bad guy. I'm not going to do what she's, whatever she's cooking up. Okay, you I know? guess that I'm gonna, makes I'm going to trust yeah. Xavier. Yeah. yeah. It's, it felt very X-Men hero versus X-Men yeah. villain. Yeah, okay, I get that. All right, I like that. I like that. I'm, and I'm especially at the end with Colossus, like all the people who were like on the side of angels were like, yes, absolutely. And all the people who were villains in the past were like, yeah, no fucking way. Yeah. But then she goes to Shaw. She goes to Shaw and is like, you need to do this because Emma's going to vote against it. And then, but ironically, she brings a, a box of something that Emma Frost has wanted. And I think I know what's inside of it. What's in the box? Have you seen a little movie called Pulp Fiction? <gasps> it's the same thing that was in that briefcase. No, I don't know. Oh, like our imagination? <laughs> when she opened it, it's just a note that says peace on earth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a diamond. Um, yeah. It's for a later writer to decide. Yeah. It's a vibrator. It's definitely a vibrator. It's naked pictures of um, Ryan Gosling. Oh, I've been trying to secure this. Meryl Streep's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But whatever. I mean, but can you tell? Like, but it looks like when she, the place where she steals it, where she gets it from, it looks looks ancient. It looks very apocalypse minion type of thing. Yeah. So. But I love how she's really pissed that she had to vote for it. 
And then, uh, yeah. And I think that's the idea of like having a precog on the council is a stu- is a very stupid idea. How do you vote for anything? How do you vote for anything? She's going to become so annoying. She's going to be that bitch at the meeting. And I'm going to say this, like Pepe Larraz, he's up there now and he's like God tier as um good well what do you think about the person who drew this book stefano caselli (laughs) no it's the old um it's the original artist artist from marauders who drew oh okay well he's great too okay he's great also because uh the one where where xavier's like i think we're done here for today you don't even see his face it's covered up but just the the posture of him is just like completely defeated and humiliated yeah Speaking of defeated and humiliated, then we cut to the Orcus Forge. Yeah. And there's a few interesting things happening here. Well, there's that reveal of the Omega Sentinel being like, I want you to see who I really am. And I'm like, who? Yes. Ooh, I know. What's her true form? What's her true purpose, Karima? And, And yeah. Nimrod, like, I mean, Nimrod doesn't have typical facial features that really convey emotion, but even Nimrod is like, oh, I see it. Dying to know what it is. And then cut to Moira. And this but is- wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 no, no, no. Like, we find out. Is this here? I'm sorry. It's when we find out kind of what their plan. Oh, no, we don't find out yet what their plan is. They, they're like talking about it, but we don't have context yet. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Moira. Moira is fucking pissed. She's fucking pissed. She's throwing this. glasses. This. How did they even get this far? I feel like they are. I feel like they're just a bunch of yucks. Like, just like... They're they're so not on the same wavelength. I know. I'm just like, how did you even get this far? <laughs> like, you guys... The three are... of these, like, Moira, Xavier, and Magneto, they need, like, an exercise and active listening to one another. Yeah. Like, if they were an improv trio, they'd be terrible. They do not listen to one another at all. Yeah. And, but here's my whole thing, is... Why was Mystique ever put on? Why was Mystique ever put on the Quiet Council? And also, why didn't you just, when she died the first time, not resurrect her and put her on the back of the wait list? Right. It, that, that, those are very two big like holes in the plot here. They're like, oh, I can't believe. What are we going to do about her? Oh, she died. Go resurrect her. Like, I just don't care. I know. And like even later when they, the data page with Mystique and Destiny's conversation where Destiny is like, how many times do you think you've died? And Mystique's like, probably a lot more than I think. Oh, my God. You had so many opportunities to not resurrect her. Yeah. But I guess you needed her. I mean, like, why else? Because they needed her to spy. They needed her. or And then, well, well, then why don't you, if you're doing all of this, why don't you just implant in her memories that she hated fuck that Destiny cheated on her? And that she hates her. There you go. Yeah. It's like, why do I remember that Irene slept with Sarah Paulson behind my back? (laughs) 
Um, well, Myra is like, kill her, kill her, kill her. And they're like, okay, look, it's too late. We can't. You, like, we can't kill her, my God. We can't fucking kill her. Um, oh. Yeah. And then we get to Sage. And with a scene of Mystique then sneaking into Sage's computer. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Is it Re- that Like, easy? Sage didn't have any. It's like. Sometimes I'm like, you you know, Sage has powers, right? Like, she's just not good with a computer. Like, yeah. she's the best with a computer. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I... She's like, well, that's lunch. Just gonna leave my security off. Yeah. And I am... Um... Ooh. Yeah. One thing that's interesting is in... Sage's lair, there are eyeballs everywhere. And I'm guessing that's Krakoa itself. Krakoa so I just feel like, yeah, like Krakoa itself is watching Mystique do all of this shit. Yeah. Well, it's all, it had the one thing where it's like Krakoa was listening to everything they're yeah. saying. So that does make me feel that do you know who knows everything? Dougie. Doug knows everything and i'm like when is he going to move? make his move when's he going to make it move his chess piece right because it does look like I nimrod mean, is, is creating their own direct link from the sun back to earth yes and that's what i wanted to bring up earlier is oh my god now we really know why this is called inferno because orcus thinks it's gonna like teleport a little bit of the sun onto krakoa just burn it up Burn it up, Inferno style. That's their goal. Their goal is to burn up Krakoa and explode Mars, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. But meanwhile, we get to, you know, what we've been waiting for, which is here we are at the Louvre. At the Louvre, which which harkens back to the scene in House of X. Yes. Where they brought Emma in. And, to the plan uh, of Krakoa. And I just love this because you're like, you finally get someone else to be like, you're dead. Why are we letting this human? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, she's um not yeah, a human. Yeah, think about that. And then they recreated the same, it's the same hand movement of Xavier. Uh, the same screams, the same... Yeah, it's ba- like it's Emma learning of Moira's lives is the same page as Xavier learning. Which is great. Yeah. And Josie's like, oh, let me help you up. Don't you fucking touch me. She's like, you better get your motherfucking manipulating hands off my white coat. Yeah. So basically, they're kind of like, all right, this um, shit. <laughs> all right, I well, guess she's shit. on our side, but... Mm. Ooh, she's a little pissed. But is she on her side? In the end, she just says, look, for the children, I understand we can't have destiny, but, I, but I'm not loyal to you. Fuck you. But I do understand we can't have destiny. Does she really think that? Yes. Do you think yeah. she really I, thinks I mean, she that? says she does. Yeah. Well, that's uh, okay. So that, that it's going to be very interesting of like, how do you now manipulate 
someone who sees your every move coming. And I do think what the, the other thing I think is important, and I don't know if they meant this purposefully, but you know how they've said when you come back, your powers are a little more attuned. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's happening to destiny. I think she's more powerful than we ever knew. Yeah. She sees more. And, uh, I think, um, but then here comes, they need to add someone to the council. I thought they, I was like, this is your chance to just fucking add Moira. Right. Fucking add Moira to the council. Why not? I mean, cast out of the bag. And, um, but they don't. They bring Colossus. But. Easily manipulatable Colossus. Colossus is currently under mind control. Yeah, but he's so he's so easily manipulated that somebody has beat you to it. Uh Yeah, so he's still being controlled by the chronicler and by Mikhail. He just murdered his girlfriend. I mean, the glint in his eye in the final panel to me says mind control is still there. But the reason Xavier and Magneto brought him on is because he's like a guaranteed vote in whatever way they need him to vote. Right back to that, like X-Men just like instinctively siding with Xavier. Yeah. Where is all of this going? Girl. How do you beat someone who knows what's about to happen? I know. But she sees a big hole. She sees nothingness. Yes. And which could be the is end that of because everything. Right. Is that because it's so bright she can't see? It's the sun? Her future's so bright she's got to wear shades. If if the Krakoan era ends with basically Krakoa flew too close to the sun, I will die. Well, here's the thing, though, is it looks like Krakoa's going to be fine. You know how yeah, I is know it that? Rocco or Krakoa? You know yeah, how I know Krakoa is going to be fine? Because Jonathan Hickman left. <laughs> right, right. He wanted to blow it up. He wanted to yeah. end with it being like back to square one, I think. And they were like, no, 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 no. This is some good stuff. We're going to keep it. This is good stuff. So right. I think Krakoa is going to be fine. But there is going to be something is going to go on fire. Something will blow up. Maybe one of the islands or one thing. Do you think Mara is going to make it out alive? Do you think Destiny? Like, the, I, I will say, because that's the thing. If Moira dies, I guess, can Moira not die? Or can Moira die and it just doesn't reset because she's used up all her. And maybe that's the nothingness that Destiny sees. Huh. I have a I wish feeling, this was weekly. I have a feeling, though, in the end, if Orcus is coming after them and Nimrod's coming after them, I have a feeling there might be a switch where then Moira and Destiny have to work together. I would love that. And wouldn't it be funny where Moira's just like, blah, and then Destiny's like, hello. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I knew all this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's her thing. I know. Talk about. I know. Can you imagine being like, so, honey, want to fuck tonight? No, you're not going to be able to make me come. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but also, what a great way, like, 
even if she did not want to fuck that night, like what a great, her power is such a great excuse to just do whatever. She'd yeah. be like, yeah, no, actually you're going to make me come buckets, but I'm just too tired. <laughs> oh, Irene. Come on, Irene. Oh, Irene. You see everything. All right. I still hold that. Irene is ultimately more of a protagonist in this story than an antagonist. I, like, I don't know. I do I, feel I do Moira think... Magneto and Xavier are definitely seeming more like the bad guys. Yeah. And Irene is the one who's going to see kind of what it, and I think. I think her motivations and intentions are steeped in saving mutant kind. Yeah. All right. That's what I mean. And so, you know, and you know who else you can always say that about Miss Emma Frost. So I feel like Emma's first move is to be like, knock, knock, Irene. Yeah, because I, I do. I will. Coffee. Yeah. And I will say I, Irene and Mystique, they don't want to burn Krakoa to the ground. They want to burn Magneto and Xavier to the ground. Yes. Yes. They want to get rid of them. And honestly, I do think it is. I think if they do release publicly about Moira, that could turn the tide against them and get them removed from oh, the council. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling they're going to be booted from the council, and that'll be very interesting. Out of all of Moira's lives, was there one life where she didn't turn to either Apocalypse, Xavier, or Magneto for leadership? Yes. The one where she became an assassin? And just was assassinating everyone that, yeah. that originally might have. So she kind of like turned to herself. A yeah. You know, I'm like, maybe the right course of action is to get Moira, Xavier, and Magneto out of the leadership position and give it to the mutants. Like, let the mutants decide. Because, I mean, honestly, do you know what also would be amazing? If this issue if this series ends with Moira dying and then it's like, and that was her 10th life. And then she woke up and now it's her 11th life. And literally she does everything the same except for like one thing. So we're still back to Krakoa and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But she except ends up doing just one thing differently. I think that would actually they leave be, sinister out. That you would know, be really yeah. cool. Well, you can't that leave would be sinister cool. out. Well, I guess you could, you could probably just get all the DNA and then just fucking kill everybody. Kill him. I mean, kill him and his clones. Yeah. You don't need them. You just need the DNA. All right. Anyway, it's all very exciting. And so, yeah, the difference between this and Trial of Magneto, it is like, this is riveting. This is like, oh my God, what's next? And Trial of Magneto, you're just like, can, huh? we, can we just can we just get to the, ultimately what this is going to be? Yes. All right. All right. Well, very good. Well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm terrified. Um, well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was our X-only, X-focused episode 201. Um, please listen next week where we'll continue to talk about X-Men and so much more. Who knows what we'll cover? Thank you. And um, I know you all love reading X-Men, but there's something that you need to come out to your parents about. You can't yep. hide it forever. It's that nope. if you read X-Men... Well, then that makes you queer. queer. It's true. Sorry, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.